Blackrock Broadcasting presents Outwit, Outplay, Outpodcast. Welcome to Outwit, Outplay, Outpodcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Tim. And we're We're Survivor Superfans. So drop your buffs. Turn on your TV because US Survivor is back. And this podcast is on. All right, it's it's back. We're back. We're I'm back. back. I'm back recording podcasts after a, a week a week hiatus. A brief where, hiatus. <laughs> a, a little brief hiatus on BlackRock Broadcasting. Uh, you may have noticed on my other podcast, Two Brothers One Pilot, that um I was too sick, too sick to record this week. Um, and so I am I am still uh not not well enough to be in the same room as Chelsea. Uh, so. Uh, that's probably why the audio is a little off this week, guys. So I do apologize for that. Um, but Yay. but here we are. We're doing this, it. And Survivor's back. This is back. the very anyway. first time that we have recorded the podcast not in the room together. So it'll be a bit of an experiment. We'll see how mm, we go. Yeah. 100%. Um, and yeah, and you know what? I was really looking forward to Survivor this week. Um, you know, I had a pretty rough one. And um I have to be honest, this is probably my least favorite episode of the season. Whoa, I really, really didn't enjoy it. I um I think it was just that weird episode before we get to the good stuff in the finale. Really? I never I never believed uh Deshaun was gonna go. Um and yeah, I don't know. I just found that there was no strategy in this episode whatsoever. All the sections that we were sort of, we might have focused on strategy, they kind of played it over with other things. And, um, and yeah, I just, I just found this like a really lackluster episode. Um, neither of the challenges were really that exciting. There was no like big event to really discuss. And, um, the only thing that made me laugh was when Erica suggested that Heather thinks that she's played a good enough game to beat herself. And that was probably the only entertaining part. Actually, I lie. As soon as Danny went home, I then went, ha, he officially did nothing. I... He officially has done nothing in this season. And that made me happy. I actually that, like kind like of it. disagree with you. I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, I didn't think it was the best oh. episode that Survivor's ever made, but like I was entertained the whole way. It made me happy. I got two challenges and a bit of strategy and I got to see Erica on the screen, which was like pretty amazing. Yeah. I can understand as someone who is going for Erica that seeing Erica get quite a lot of content is very, very good this late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but considering Deshaun and Ricard are still both in it, it's like, okay, all right, Erica. I know, but it's like maybe you're coming high. It's exciting. Yeah. But yes, we start our episode and look, To be honest, if anything, the result of this episode was sort of foreshadowed in the start of the episode because we open with the Sean being so calm and measured after tribal council and being so like, especially because obviously he had like a very sort of, I guess, eventful and quite difficult tribal council as well. 
he could have easily come out of that and let his emotions get the better of him or like let, mm. you know, let that kind of let let down his guard a little bit, maybe have a bit of anger, have a bit of those sorts of things, which is actually really unlike him. Like he's really not an angry person. He's very, very calm. And then we sort of cut to Danny, who definitely wasn't angry, but was sort of, it was just kind of like, lol, Danny, what are you doing? It was just another shot of Danny not really understanding the game. And it was kind of, I don't even know. I got a bit scared yeah. for a moment. I was like, oh, please don't tell me they're trying to add more Danny in because he actually does really well. But it was no, just, no. it was, but Danny, it was a yeah. nice little foreshadow of the fact that Deshaun's a good player and Danny's not so much. Maybe he's a good football player. Maybe he's a good NFL, NRL, whatever, who cares? He's not in it anymore. No so I don't have to think about him um, <laughs> until next week, I suppose, when he does what is probably going to be a very lackluster jury uh, uh, addition, I suppose, because mm-hmm. they, they don't do speeches anymore, which we'll get to at the end. Maybe we'll discuss sort of what's going to happen next week Exactly. Um, at the end. But um, I, I really did love uh, the transition at the start when Zen was saying, like, let's get out Ricard. I know. Now's the time. Ricard, he should go. And then Ricard saying, Xander's a really loyal guy. Like, <laughs> it was This a episode good had a couple of those moments where it was like, very, very funny and kind of reality TV kind of edit where someone thinks something and then it just cuts the other cuts person. Cuts straight to the other, which is always just, entertaining. Yeah. And I will yeah. admit, like, I, but then again, I was watching Xander and I was sort of like, Xander, like, only keeping someone as a shield is really dangerous, especially because, like, the people who are shields are almost always, like, amazing players. They're often threats mm. to win. Ricard is it's, just yeah. the definition of a threat to win. So keeping him around as a shield is... Oh, so dangerous, Sander. What are you doing? Take a yeah, breath. Yeah, it's, it's hard, though, because it's like, from Xander's perspective, he's made top four now because he's got mm-hmm. his idols still. Um, so he's guaranteed top four. Um, and so for Xander to sort of uh, get to the end, I, I was going to discuss it at the end. Let's discuss it now. Mm-hmm. So essentially, we've got five people left now, right? Um, Xander can use his idol... Um, uh, this is the final time he can use his idol uh, at when there's five left. So he'll use his idol no matter what. Uh, so he's safe. And then once you've got four people, uh, the winner of that immunity challenge is obviously safe. They then bring one person with them to the final. And then the third and fourth uh, players, they then battle off in a fire-making challenge. And the winner of that fire-making challenge takes the third position in the final three. Because this episode, uh, I guess, debunked my theory that maybe we were getting a final two because we had the reward challenge. It did, it did. But then again, this season just whips out anything. Like, I think that that structure you've just said makes the most logical sense on paper. But you really never know what they're going to do. Like, they just seem to be doing Jeff said that that's what's going to happen. I know, but he he did say that. But it was like he sort of just listed out things that we're going to get in the next episode. Like he didn't really like – he didn't specifically say the timeline is going to be exactly that. Like I wouldn't be surprised no, if there's okay. a few twists and turns. Sure. Okay, fair enough then. Yeah, but that will most likely be what happens. Probably, Which is yes. sort of what I'm meaning. Whereas Xander, yes, they wanted to get Ricard out now and that his plan has sort of definitely backfired a little there. But – he now can get to the final three on his own skill alone. If he just spends the next 48 hours 
just making fire, he can guarantee himself a spot at the end, which is a really interesting spot to be for Xander. Mm. Um, so I think this like shield thing, because it's like if they were to get Ricard out, mm. Xander very well could have gone home this episode. Like you just, you really don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's a good move because Ricard is obviously going to win this season at this point. Well, Ricard um, is just so good. And it's like, I think people can see it, but players like Deshaun and even Xander himself are almost kind of like, you know, like Xander says, almost shielding Ricard's, I guess, power a little bit. And I think like it's almost like a reverse, like Xander thinks that Ricard is a shield for him not going home, but he doesn't realize that Ricard's game being so good and not to mention the fact that Ricard's good at physical immunity challenges as well. Like I Mm. feel like and puzzles and mental challenges, all kinds of things. I feel like it's like it's flipped on its head. It's like, no, no, no. Xander is kind of just protecting slash hiding how good Ricard is at this point. Like I think that there's just a lot that can happen there. And, and Xander's really like as much as Xander would probably say that he thinks that Ricard is a really good player. I think even even the top tier impression that Xander has of Ricard and even Deshaun is not giving it justice is underestimating their games. Yeah, very potentially. I'm not sure the jury uh, don't see how much of a threat Ricard is. Oh, no, um, the jury but, absolutely see it. But, um, but um, yeah, Ricard is uh, very potentially going to um, get in a uh, the elite group of uh, people who have won five immunity challenges. Uh it's, I think there's only like three or four people ever to uh, have won five in one season. And Ricard is very, very close to be able uh, to be doing that, which is pretty exciting. Um, you know what's more exciting, Chels? What's more exciting? No loved one visit because I hate him. I hate him and we didn't get it because Aww. of COVID, which is fun. I think that can be real like they were really nice in like winners at war and everything where it was sort of like a love letter to the show and it was like a gift from jeff to like <laughs> yeah. the greatest in that players. very specific circumstance yeah, of the sometimes season. Yeah. it works <laughs> yeah. i think it works in terms of like the, sometimes i enjoy the dynamics afterwards of like who you're gonna pick to take with you and all of those yeah. sorts of things i think that sometimes those dynamics are great but i mean i think the start of this episode was kind of was like a really, really cool way to kick us into an episode that was going to be sort of that structure where we're getting everything. We're getting reward. We're getting physical challenge. They did a really good job at like providing a platform for those like respectful conversations post-tribal um, and like acknowledging Deshaun's sort of moral dilemma for the vote and his reaction to it and making making those feelings like heard and valid. I think they did a great job of that. And then it was just like, all guns ahead. All guns ahead? Is that the phrase? All guns All guns blazing. All guns bla- all full steam ahead slash all guns blazing. <laughs> we <laughs> hit this first challenge. But Tim, you know what this challenge involved? Diving. Diving. We had Jeff say the sentence, Xander with a nice dive. And I <laughs> heard that come out of Jeff's mouth and I thought, how can I not do this? I love a good dive. We know I do. And you know what, Tim? Mm-hmm. I'm now launching what I would like to call the Great Fijian Dive Off. Okay, wow. <laughs> what does that involve? 
think I hope you know that I'm really proud of that name. Mm-hmm. And um, you oh, don't you don't get it, so. do you? Do you For get sure. it? The great Fijian dive off. Yeah. Like, is that a Bake Off reference? Okay, like good, good. Okay, I just, for reference? a second, I thought you didn't understand it. All right, cool. I, have I feel to... like it's a reference to a lot of things. It is, like, it just... is. But I just, I know for a fact that you've Contests never seen that show general. and our viewers would be listening going like, this is such an obvious reference. And like, I just didn't want you to end up, you know, in that okay. awkward position. I know for a fact that that is definitely not an obvious reference. So okay. email in it is if you a really obvious reference. Was referencing. If you call anything the great something off, everyone knows that you're referencing the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. The show that isn't an Australian show. It's so famous though. There's even a great Australian bake-off now. Anyway, we're going off topic. Long story short, I ranked all of them from one to six. Jesus. That's Mm -hmm. how awful this episode is that we're spending (laughs) about five minutes of content discussing these dives. Tim, I did not need five minutes. The results were clear cut. Okay. So let's bring it on. Should I go from worst to best or best to worst? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Look, our worst was obviously Ricard, who just flat out didn't dive. Like everyone else at least attempted a dive. Ricard just kind of jumped mm-hmm. in. So I think it's good for Heather to be able to not be on the bottom for this one, to be honest. <laughs> well, I think that Ricard just kind of got disqualified. He was like, you know, the swimmer who, you know, jumped off the block a bit too early. It was just kind of like he didn't try. Oh, I guess that's a really bad analogy. I think the swimmer did really try in that situation, maybe a little too hard. But I think that like Ricard, Ricard just got disqualified for not even trying. Now, our fifth and fourth is a draw. It's a draw between Heather and Deshaun. The reason Mm -hmm. being that Deshaun's dive had a lot of height, but there was sort of no motion. Whereas Heather had the motion and the shape of the dive, but gained absolutely zero height. So as a result, just kind of skimmed across the surface of the water. Deshaun gained that height, so sort of had that, had that sort of height, I guess, just to say the word height again, had that word height and still Mm. just because he didn't have the motion, just flopped into the water. So they were both kind of (laughs) equally missing a key element of the dive. You need the motion, you need the height, you need the kind of distance. They didn't really have any of that going for them. So they drew fourth Mm -hmm. and fifth. Our third place was Erica who had a respectable attempt, I would call it. It was not the best dive I've ever seen, but it was certainly better than Heather, Deshaun and Ricard's. Second place was Danny, who at the start of the challenge, when I sort of made this very impromptu decision to rate all the dives, I thought would be quite bad because compared to Xander's dive was so sort of, you know, amateur. But in saying that, I think that... Danny did a really good dive compared to everyone else and still kind of pulled it off. It was only because he flopped on the big dive. His first dive was quite respectable. Bit of backlash on his feet, but he did a good job. And then our <laughs> winner was, of course, Xander, who did a beautiful yep. dive. Beautiful, beautiful dive. But Amazing. alas, other than that, <laughs> we only really got a bunch of exhausted people flopping through the water in a challenge that yeah, we've seen done very, quite a while uh... It felt very uh, Survivor Africa. They were like running very, very low on energy. Speaking of Xander, though, his one-liners this season have got to be <laughs> some of the funniest things. He's brought out two this season because uh, his, his tribe uh, won, uh, his team won, and uh, he rewarded himself with a bit of 
Xander Candy. I uh, thought that was quite good. And then at the end, jumping forward to Tribal Council, he's whipped out another one, Truth Kamikaze. And that was incredible. Oh, um, I think I missed that. When did he say that? Uh, it was when Deshaun did probably the most idiotic thing he could have done in any situation and just be like, oh, I'm just going to like cause like tension for no reason here. <laughs> um, and Xander uh, goes up to vote and he's like, you know what? You thought that was a truth bomb? It was more like a truth kamikaze and put up his name. <laughs> it was such a such a great one-liner. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think definitely... Definitely deserves winning the best dive. That was uh, that was very good, Charles. Well done. Um, <laughs> I think uh, definitely definitely goes without saying that um, this episode uh, needed a five minute sequence where we discussed uh, the dives uh, of all the castaways. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that you did that when there's six left and not like eighteen that we started with. Uh, we could have been here for a very long time. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they won. And then they, they did the classic, like, let's get, like, a final three. Like, this group here, it's just so good. And my favourite thing about that is that not one person is thinking of getting rid of Heather. Heather is absolutely going to be in the final three. As of course she is. Because whoever wins the uh, final immunity challenge is going to take Heather and Heather will be the second person in, and then the final two will battle it out in a fire-making challenge. <laughs> and it's just so silly because, like, why would anyone not take Heather at this point? Well, like, Heather why is you... just like a textbook goat. I'm sorry, Heather, but it's, it's true. It's incredible. It's Unless, like mm, I you... want to get her a jumper that says goat on the back because, <laughs> because that's all that she is. Like, I think that she will um, get goat-related things for Christmas. But there's, there's nothing wrong with a goat. I Goats are very admit, valuable survivor players. You would rather be a Because they make people than... clever. Or... <laughs> You'd rather be a goat than what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You would rather be a goat than get voted out first. I agree with that. I think you'd rather be a goat than go home with an idol, Shan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you'd rather be a goat than go home with an idleness here. <clears throat> so I'm. That's right. I'm putting it on the record. This started out as me dissing Heather. This is now turned into me saying I think Heather is better than Shan and Nasia. <laughs> I think that Heather like, has done a better job. What I'd say is like, look, goats don't win Survivor, but they make it to the end, and we all sort of respect that for whatever that is. I think like I mean I don't respect it even slightly, but um I respect I, yeah, it. I respect a goat it more has than won going survivor home first. Before, though, Sorry? I, yes, a hundred percent. A goat has one survivor before. Oh, hundred percent. It, it takes it takes a very interesting goat to side themselves with the villain. Mm-hmm. And if that villain pisses off enough people, then that goat can win. It's happened before. We all it's a know very exactly controversial. What you're it's a very controversial season um, and a very, very controversial player. But it's all fun and games. And, um, and yeah, chicken and vegetables, not the reward I would have wanted. I'm kind of along the same lines as Deshaun. Like, give me a bit of love. Um, I know. But, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I, 
it's it's kind of interesting and then it kind of did we get anything in between or just jump straight really to the... we saw like a yeah. brief moment where i thought that erica was going to work with deshaun and take heather along as a goat and i was sort of like mm. watching that sort of a little bit excited there's no scenario such a good where player. heather doesn't come along but like <laughs> of course there isn't but i was also watching it like oh erica like just don't sit with deshaun at the end like if you've got any chance of winning this game which there is a tiny tiny chance that you could pull off a reasonable win for okay. this game speaking do of not how does erica win how does Erica win oh, at this point? Tim, I've got a whole theory about that, but I'll get to it later in the episode. Because Interesting. It, yeah. <laughs> well, there's not, much, there's not much to go, I suppose. No, we, there's not. There's not. To... But I'm just sort of building some hype, you know, like a bit of a drum yeah, roll. A bit of... <laughs> yeah. But no, we get to our challenge. I thought it was going to be really basic when I first saw it because I was like, this looks like weirdly sort of, you know, akin to a little camp setup, you know, when you go to those mm. school events where they set something up in a park and they make you sort of like run over a ladder or, you know, pass around a... A very, very high budget version. And of then that. they like whip sure. out one of those big, you know, those sure. big circle, circle, like they're not tents, but they're like tent material and you all stand in a circle and flop them around and people take turns going underneath. And that was like the best thing that could ever happen is whipping out that thing, whatever that's called. Yeah, you mean like a parachute game when we were like eight. Yeah, those. They're really fun. Okay. But like yeah. I thought that that's <laughs> like, kind of what the challenge is. Literally <laughs> don't even understand how you could possibly get that from this, but sure. There wasn't even a parachute element in this challenge at all. I think that some people will know, some people won't. If you know, you know, and here's a little <laughs> wink for you. If you don't okay. know, sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And Ricard won. He won because the only person that they discussed taking out was Ricard. So, mm -hmm. of course, Ricard won because exactly. that's just how exactly. editing works. I think and, they sort of tried to edit yeah. a bit of a challenge between Deshaun and Ricard in there at the end. And no, don't get me no. wrong, look, look, like Deshaun did like did kind of come through in the puzzle because of course he's such a smart guy like his brains rained a little bit but obviously ricard was going to win that challenge and then you could see it in xander's eyes it cut to him and you could just see his soul go that man is gonna win this game yeah well xander's thinking in that moment oh no i've claimed people are gonna think we're idiots for not getting uh ricard out mm -hmm. and i've just proved them all right yeah. <laughs> He's he's worried he's worried about his social media presence when this gets released in that moment, I think. Um and it yeah, and this is the reason why I didn't like the episode, because um the only person that they discussed taking out was Ricard. Ricard wins, and there was no strategy from Deshaun and Danny. Danny spends a couple of minutes finding an idol and proves me right that he is the worst player ever and doesn't find the idol, mm -hmm. even though he's right there. And the yeah. only good part about that was that the uh, in his confessional, it said Danny and then immunity idol question mark. <laughs> I thought that was very, very funny. Um, but I don't know. It made me like, it did prove me right too that the editing this season's good because I was sort of like, oh, they're going to flashback again to an idol being found, which would be fun because yeah. we'd get the flashback, but also they'd just be using it in the exact same way they've been using it the whole time. Yeah. And they, 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 they didn't. Yeah. Like, they tricked us. It was another good example of the good editing we've been seeing this season. That, that is true. And, um, but, but yeah, there was just no strategy. There was just absolutely no strategy because they were just like, oh, I guess it's just Deshaun and Danny now. Mm -hmm. And, and, to then pick Danny, the, to then, how, how 
to any. I lost so much respect for any of them. I know. When they I decided know. to pick Danny at the end, it 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 is the silliest thing any of them have done, and they've done some pretty weird stuff this season. Look, it was a big big decision and I feel like as well like sort of just going back to the pre-tribal discussions I was just thinking like Danny so could have played that better as well like I mean we all know that Danny wasn't the biggest strategic player or social player but it was like if only he had realized that there was definitely like the possibility that he could have pulled that off in a kind of strategic way he just needed to make them think that he had an idol and then just be aware enough to know that if they're trying to make him feel, you know, quote unquote safe, which would mean that they're trying to make sure he doesn't play his like quote unquote idol, then he's Mm. going home. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of, I think like he would just be need to be smart enough to actually play that, to do a bit of acting and then to be able to read them so that he can do that and know that he's going home if they're trying to make him feel safe. It's bad survivor play uh, on on all behalfs. It was strange. I was sort of watching it like, oh, maybe everyone is slowly coming to terms with how much of a threat Deshaun is, which, as you said, we learnt that was not the case. They didn't pick him. But Danny had a mm-hmm. cool Hannah Montana moment of revealing himself as a football player, which was sort of fun to watch. You know, love a little secret getting revealed, don't we all? Um, and then I was sort of sitting there and I had this moment where I was like, how good would it be if it was like Deshaun, Xander and Ricard sitting in the final three? Like what an absolute challenge that would be and then I was like because it would be like let's face it they have been the strongest players in this season pretty much from the start like they've they've stayed in the game and they've played strategic games Xander not so much but I think that he's the biggest competition that could sit there with those two to pull off a big you know challenge at the end but then I thought like the only flaw is that there's no women there (laughs) I was like for a season that has championed in diversity and things, I just felt really like I, I almost I pulled myself up on my own, I guess, internal bias in that situation where I was like, yes, they have played amazing strategic games. And I'm not trying to like say that I'm definitely not trying to say that, you know, say Erica hasn't has played the sort of game that they have because she definitely hasn't. But I did kind of pull myself up on there and I was like, there's actually a lot of Erica's game that has been really solid and really good in her own way and in a way that potentially you might like, I guess you might expect from a personality like Erica. It was a little bit more under the surface. It was a little bit sort of maybe a bit kinder, a bit more loyal to players like Heather. But also maybe she's made a few more friends because of that or has a little bit more respect. She's also floated around a little bit more, which can be seen as a bad thing. But what it means is she hasn't necessarily broken strong bonds. If anything, she's tried to form strong bonds and it's been other people who have betrayed her. And I think that like whilst I guess this is tempered with little negative things like oh maybe the fact that she's been not totally aware of every single vote she hasn't da 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 those things can seem bad but they're not always a bad thing it's just about being in a good position and being in a situation where people have that respect for you that willingness to work with you but at the same time see you as somewhat of a threat which is actually the reason why a lot of players have chosen not to work with erica is because they think that she might be threatening or might betray them yeah so how does so how does erica win from here well i think that she has to tell them that she has to word that 
probably much better than I've just worded that word vomiting into the microphone right now, but she has to show Hmm. them how her version of strategy and her version of a social game of being involved in twists and turns has actually been a really good game. She has to actually prove that and think about it because let's face it, she hasn't played the strategic game that some of those players have played. But I think that with the right words, she could pull off a win. It sounds totally awful, uh, but I think that like, look, she could totally play that card. If she was sitting there next to two men, she could totally be like, you know, wouldn't it be great to see a woman win this season? And I think that that would be very, very just. I think she's played a good enough game to justify her saying that at the end. It wouldn't just be sort of like, what are you doing, Erica? Please, you know, but I think... Yeah, well, to be fair, she has a better chance at winning than Deshaun at this stage, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but then again, Deshaun, as much as yeah. Heather's a goat, Erica can't really play that card if Heather's sitting there with her. In saying that, I would yeah, rather see Heather two women sitting on the would. sitting at the end and, you know, a version where Erica's more likely to win, which is Heather sitting next to her, than have that happen. Because, like I said, I think it would be great to see Erica own her game and speak well. And I think that that would be more powerful than her, like, you know, playing a card, which is probably a really horrible thing for me to say anyway. No, it's, I mean, it's fair enough. But I, I think the final three is going to be Erica, Heather and Deshaun. Interesting. Um, so you don't think Ricard or Xander are going to make it to the end? No, I think they're going to get Ricard out next. Mm. Um, and Deshaun is going to... Erica will win the final immunity challenge mm-hmm. and take Heather. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun is going to beat Xander in a fire-making challenge. That's my prediction. Interesting. Uh, that's what's going to keep me going. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be interesting and... to see if it takes place. But I think, yeah, you're right. We get to yeah. tribal and Xander says it, jury management has begun. And I was like, I mean, jury management began, began a long time ago. so long ago, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, Xander, and this is why you probably yeah. won't win. You're just, your brains are not quite there like Deshaun's are or Ricard's are. Yeah, exactly, and yeah, I don't know. I, that was a that was that was a weird comment from Xander. He's usually got great one liners. That was a lackluster thought on his behalf. Um, but yeah, Tribal Council just featured a very quick um, discussion, and then just Deshaun whipping out a truth kamikaze that doesn't benefit him at all. It does nothing to help his game. Like, he doesn't have any shield. It's not like he has an idol and he's trying to get people to vote for him so that he can then use an idol against someone else. It, like, for a moment, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to do the, um, like, roll the dice. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, no, that, that's not even in it anymore. And then they drew. Then the votes were like, oh, wow, okay, Deshaun's actually going to go. That's crazy. And then the decision to go for Danny. It's just baffles me to this day to this second to this day i literally just seeing (laughs) deshaun throw erica under the bus it was like it was just such like a splitting ties move and i guess if the theme of this episode is maybe erica has a shot at this game it was kind of interesting because it was like deshaun didn't make any friends by doing that and then erica was sort of a bit passive aggressive back but it was actually pretty funny and i think the jury like who were starting to see through deshaun a little bit i think the jury actually kind of liked it and it was just when we got to this moment of Deshaun versus Danny, exactly. It was like, what the yeah, rubber so duck weird. is going on? It like, is such, such brother duck. Amazing. <laughs> what a daffy duck situation just happened. And um, it's, I think, one of the, the it, it's going to haunt whoever loses to Deshaun in this I game, know. I think. 
because I think Deshaun still probably is going to win. Um, and I, I don't know. I just thought it was absolutely wild. Um, it was just and crazy. It, it left me just going like, this is just not an episode that I will ever want to rewatch because it's just like <laughs> everything that was set up, just Danny ended up going and I'm like, okay, cool, sweet. What a waste of an episode. There was just what, some was, like, what a waste. really dumb decision-making happening and I was like, is it only dumb because Deshaun's not in it and like Deshaun's the smart one? But I just wrote in capitals like, how can these people not see that they need to vote Deshaun out and do it now because there yeah, are other threats in this game. It. It's not like it's gun-ho, let's all get Deshaun out for the next few votes. There's Ricard, there's Xander, even Erica, probably not Heather, but <laughs> there are all these people yeah. that well, out of yeah, distract from Deshaun. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I generally don't see how either Ricard or Deshaun is going to win from here. Um, and and yeah, I just, I just don't understand it. I really, really don't. Um, I think it's going to be it, a really wild. Like, a really interesting end to this season. And I, I'm really excited to see it play out. I think let's I'm just really have a special mention next week. to. Yeah. Uh, Special mention to Ricard for his beautiful handwriting. I thought it was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best <laughs> and I thought it was like episode, sure. <laughs> I thought it was amazing too because like he um he like swapped his vote too, so we got to see it twice. I just liked that. But um yeah, it was great. I'm interesting to see I'm interested to see what happens in the next episode. Um I kind of was into kind of the twist at the end about them all going back to camp and being a fresh start because that is going to stir some. Yeah, that is a very, very interesting twist. There's going to be some uh, advantages drama. left, right and centre, I would imagine. And, um, yeah, a bit of drama and uh, absolutely can't wait. Um, Erica's confusion and, at the yeah. Cowboys phrase was pretty funny. <laughs> yes, incredible stuff um <laughs> being a canadian which is very funny um and and yeah thank you so much for listening everyone um i do again. i do apologize for uh, my audio in particular i am recording on um on my phone uh cuz obviously can't can't use the microphone um and um yeah that'll that'll be fixed next week which is exciting mm-hmm. and um yeah you know if you're like um, yeah, I would like to hear all of your pitches for uh, a final sort of what's going to happen before we watch it. Um, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to pitch how, um, how the final five will be depleted to one, mm-hmm. then, uh, email us at outwitoutplayoutpodcast at gmail.com or just outwitoutplayoutpodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, but if you're like a more of a Twitter person, then you can find us at outpod underscore on Twitter. Outpodcast um, underscore. Nice. You can tag someone else or you can tag us. <laughs> or you can at tag us at outpodcast underscore. But thank you um, so much for listening. Yeah. Once again, thank you for listening to us rant about Survivor. Thank you for mm. us listening to thank you for us listening to thank you for listening to us pretend we know what the Cowboys are, because you know that was fun too. What do if you mean? Loved... The Cowboys are an NRL team, obviously, Chelsea. That's... The NRL team that Danny played for. Yes, obviously. that's right. I know what NRL. Is it NRL okay. or NFL? I don't know. I might be saying this. I have no idea. I don't actually even know what the sport is. I just know it's called football. But 
Steele, I'm really sorry to our US listeners who might like football. I think that's the right phrasing. Anyway, thank you so much. If you loved this, we would so appreciate it if you go on and press that subscribe button or give us a five-star rating because we're so cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, go Cowboys. On Outwit. Outplay. Out Podcast. Go Cowboys. This transmission is brought to you by BlackRock Broadcasting, a film and TV podcast network for you from us.